Hello, it's Zoe, and welcome or welcome back to the Mischief Movement podcast, your weekly inspo for people looking for more hell yeah in their life. Consider this your one-way ticket out of midlife mediocrity towards fun and positive impact via playful disruption. Wouldn't you love to wake up and feel like a total badass? How about breaking some rules, throwing two fingers up to society and doing more of the things you love? I'm talking full-on freedom, adventure and those meaningful connections I know you've been craving. Stop waiting for your amazing life to happen and go get it! I'll be picking the brains of some true game changers and mischief makers so I can share what I find and hopefully inspire you to shake things up, do more of what makes you feel alive and boldly rebel against the ordinary. I've no idea what I'm doing to be honest, but I've got a mission and I'm here to start a movement. It's going to be quite the adventure. Care to join me? Okay, here goes. Hey there, Mischief Makers. So I finally got the podcast trailer and dreaded first episode out into the world. But then it came to episode number two. And like that elusive second album, I suddenly felt the fear. (laughs) No joke. But anyway, I was brainstorming various different things to talk to you about. But really... There's only actually one good place to start, and that is The Power of Fun by Catherine Price. So I thought for this episode, I would just give you a little overview of some of the gems from the book. She said, if I really wanted to reclaim my life, I needed to remember how to live. She introduced more fun into her life with something as simple as a weekly guitar class and wrote, Something inside of me had been ignited that I hadn't even realised had gone dark. Exactly. Because when you're so busy adulting and batting off problems and being responsible each day, having fun seems frivolous and tends to slide down the to-do list. Catherine also wrote, There is a reason that our moments of true fun stand out in our memories. True fun makes us feel alive and I was like oh my god I need more fun in my life and you know I want to feel alive again too another quote that Catherine said in the book was if we want our own lives to be satisfying and joyful true fun isn't optional it shouldn't be an afterthought it should be our guiding north star so then I'm like well What if I make fun my guiding North Star? Where would it lead me? It sounds like a really cool adventure, doesn't it? Um, I love this idea of having, you know, somewhere to aim for. And that was kind of all I needed to be able to understand how to shift my focus. I've been saying for years now that I think my purpose in life is somehow connected to, to encouraging people to step out their comfort zones and do things that might scare them but actually truly light them up and I mean at the end of the day what is mischief if it's not having fun you know it's kind of all interlinked isn't it so you know I'm now asking myself well what if I make this my whole purpose and then my mission becomes simply to just spread this message I'm sold (laughs) to be quite honest with you I'm sold on the idea I don't actually know where this is going to take me but if it encourages more people to not feel stuck and not feel trapped and not feel, you know, completely out of out of control of their own lives, then for me, it's worth putting myself out here and talking about a subject 
as random as making more fun in your life? Um, there's a great little piece in the book which says, if everyone gave fun a little more intent- attention, we would all be better human beings. Because fun cultivates happiness, which in turn cultivates more likelihood of having fun. So it becomes a perpetual cycle. And I think what I've been craving are the opportunities for true fun, which Catherine defines as those moments in which you kind of enter a a flow state. You, You lose all sense of time because you're enjoying yourself so much. So you're looking for moments with an overlap between playfulness, connection, and this flow state I'm I'm not going to read the whole book to you but it basically takes you through a process called a fun audit where you examine your life and really get clear on what's missing what lights you up and how you can then incorporate more of that in order to feel alive again so I thought I'd just briefly read the fun audit for you and then if you think it sounds like something that would benefit you you can get hold of the book. So I don't know if you want to go pause the podcast and go grab a pen and paper or come back to it, but here we go. So number one, you need to zero in on what playful connected flow feels like in your mind and in your body. So it's all about what's that sensation that you feel when you're in a true state of that absolute connected fun. How does that feel in your body? Number two, get a baseline sense of how much true fun you're currently having or not having so in the book there's actually a series of questions and you can kind of give yourself um, a score and that gives you a starting point so you can see okay I'm really not having an awful lot of fun or actually it's not quite as bad as I thought number three take a fun history to identify some of your past experiences of true fun so you're basically just listing out times where you have experienced the sensation that we talked about in point one, just that kind of losing all sense of time because you're enjoying yourself so much. Number four, start a fun times journal to track playfulness, connection and flow in the moments when they happen. So you're kind of looking for those three things and really the sweet spot where they all interlink is probably when you're experiencing what Catherine defines as true fun so it's not just about doing nice stuff where you enjoy yourself a little bit and it makes you smile it's it's really kind of losing yourself in whatever activity it is you're doing um and that's the difference I think it's looking for those moments of playfulness connection and flow you might have two out of three you might have one out of three but the likelihood is that if you've got three out of three that is true fun Number five, analyze the things that you do for fun. So again, it's coming back to this idea that not everything we do is going to give us true fun. Some things we do, we think we're doing it for fun and it's nice, but there's kind of a difference between enjoying yourself, having a nice chat with a friend in a park, that could be nice, or I don't know, going abseiling down a mountain and just being completely lost in the moment can you see how the two things are slightly different equally having that chat with that friend at that moment could be absolute true fun it it's going to depend it's all very personal it's going to depend on you it's going to depend on what's going on at that time in your life 
So, number number six. Use your memories of true fun and recent instances of playfulness, connection and flow to identify your personal fun magnets. So all of this is really leading up to you being able to say, okay, I'm starting to see a pattern here. The times where I experience the most fun are when I'm traveling or it's when I'm with my kids or it's when I'm with this particular person. And then number seven you kind of delve a little bit deeper, you analyze your magnets to figure out your fun factors. That is the characteristics that create this magnetism. So for example, if you've said travel is a big um, part of you experiencing true fun, you kind of look at that and go, well, why is that so much fun? Um, What is it about travel that I enjoy so much? Is it the experience of getting ready for the trip and having to kind of plan out your 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 luggage plan out your itinerary is it the kind of planning thing is it experiencing a new culture a new language you know is it the opportunity to go and do an activity a particular activity in that place so you're kind of just getting a bit more specific about it really then number eight identify your personal anti-fun factors i.e. the things that block you from having fun. So just as important as it is to understand what the most ideal situations are going to be for kind of creating true fun, you've also got to then avoid the ones that you know are probably going to just drain you. Um, They're not going to give you that sense of kind of playfulness and, and connection that you're looking for. And I think that can take form in in many ways because it could be a particular activity that you just want to avoid. I mean, there is no true fun for me to be had in cleaning and that gives me no true fun whatsoever. Um, And I will avoid that as much as possible. (laughs) Anyway, I'm being silly. But I mean, it it could be that you know there are particular people that you like very much, but you just don't have an awful lot of fun with them. You're not going to experience that kind of true fun because maybe you don't even like the same activities. So they're not going to be on your radar when you're looking to experience true fun. Anyway, point number nine, and this is the last one on the list, is an acronym that Catherine has come up with to orient your internal compass towards your personal fun North Star. So when you've identified all the things and all the ways that you know you're going to have a really good time, You've got to then find yourself a system to make sure that you're including more of those in your life. And it looks like this. So the acronym is SPARK and S is make space. P is pursue passions. A is attract fun. R is rebel. And K is keep at it. And the whole process should just feel like play. So, you know, it sounds like we're making a really rigid plan here, but in actual fact, it, it's quite fun to do. And um, it was really fun to think about some of my best memories as well. Um, one of them that came up for me, which was just a bit random, was when it was looking at the kind of um, the fun history and a standout moment was a, a Hindu that I went to a few years back. And it was It's a Knockout. So I don't know if you remember or you're aware of the TV show that used to be on. Um, It's all like these stupid team games, um, carrying water in receptacles with holes in and um, running on kind of like inflatable bouncy castle type surfaces. And it was just like silly team games, really. We spent all day doing it and it was just absolutely brilliant. 
the main takeaway from having read um, this book is is really like like many things that you want to do more of you've just got to get a bit intentional about it and I realize now that I personally have been guilty of just kind of waiting around expecting fun stuff to just land in my lap and you know my partner also he doesn't like planning anything so I found that that was a really bad combination and a surefire way to barely leave my house at some points but once I started examining which things and people truly bring me joy and I got intentional about including more of them then naturally I was creating new opportunities for fun and making more effort with the people that I really wanted to hang out with you know I'm all for being spontaneous but I have to admit that scheduling the fun stuff is really the only way I've found to incorporate more of it especially um, when you've got young children because it you know, that that does tend to make being spontaneous that little bit harder. Anyway, this is not a sponsored post, although maybe I should look into that, but this book has been a bit of a game changer for me. So I really wanted to share it with you. And I also hope that it helps kind of put this podcast into perspective as well a little bit. So I'll drop a link in the show notes in case you want to check it out. And um, if you do decide to read it, please get in touch with me via email or you can DM me on Instagram and let me know what you think. If it inspired you to, to make any changes, I will catch you next time. And until then, my friends, stay well and always make more mischief. Oh my goodness, you made it to the end. (laughs) You deserve a frigging medal for that. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'd love to hear what you think. So let's connect either on Instagram at Mischief and Hyde or by signing up to my newsletter at zoegreenhalf.com. If you did enjoy this podcast, please consider telling a friend or leaving me a review wherever you download your episodes, which will help my mission to inspire and empower more people like you to choose mischief over mediocre. Ciao!